Welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast, where the journey is the destination. It's the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, man, it is such an honor to have you, you guys join us for this episode. We're your hosts, Daniel and Bonnie Hoover. We're glad you're here. And we just came off of Valentine's Day. Um, it was, uh, you know. You're not, you're not a fan of Valentine's Day. I right? have never really been a fan of Valentine's Day. I mean, maybe when I was in like high school or whatever, but. Um, since then, so, so it kind of, I was kind of ruined with Valentine's day cause I used to work at a florist like when I was in college mm. and it was a busy day. It was, I don't know. I, and I've I always told you, don't get me roses one day out of the year. Don't send me 12 roses one day out of the year to make up for all, <laughs> for not showing <laughs> for me, me love the rest me of not the year. Giving you roses the rest of the year. I'd rather you give me one a month than 12 one day just because you feel like you have to it's kind of that obligatory you've got to yeah got to show love i'd rather you do it out of it yeah it kind of does when something when society tells you you have to i'd rather you not yeah um we do big birthdays like we go all out on birthdays celebrate the person but it was funny because like last week i don't know or the week before valentine's whatever that was um I said to to you, I said, "Oh, you know, this Sunday's Valentine's. We got to get Valentine's and all." And you said, "Really, we got to do all that again this year?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we we really it's funny because we we've said this before. We were married what thirteen years before kids yeah. came along, and then we have Josie, and um and so for thirteen years we never really did Valentine's. Mm-hmm. I mean, we might have I don't know done something, but we never really made a big deal out of it. But then. A little girl came along. Maybe when she was about three, three four. Two or three, four, yeah. You know, Something when like she that. was old enough to realize what was going on, you kind of said, you know, I think maybe we should do something. I think Josie needs to see an example. She needs to see me buying you something or doing something for you um, as a good example. I was like, okay, I get that. I totally get that. So we've kind of kind of started doing some stuff for Valentine's Day, but more so we've taken it as an opportunity because we do stuff for each other all the time, and I think they see that a lot, but I think what we have started doing is using it as an opportunity to model um, and teach the kids. Like, you take Josie out on a Valentine's date and treat her like she should be treated as a a young lady. She appreciates my Valentine's uh, things Unlike her mom. Sorry. <laughs> she, I mean, she really loves them. So at least I have somebody uh, yeah, but, to dote on. Well, that sounds so awful. <laughs> You're so cold-hearted. I'm not cold-hearted. I'm, sorry. I'm cheap. <laughs> the flower industry uh, ruins you. Yes. Well, but, but you have, I will say this, I usually go out with Colby. And you have done such a good job of, it's so cute because now you've showed him how he's supposed to treat his date and how to mm-hmm. treat a lady. Like we went out the other night and you had given him the credit card to pay mm-hmm. and he opened the door for me and he was just such a little gentleman. And so it was, when he gets married, he's going to expect somebody to put a credit card in his wallet <laughs> <laughs> and to make reservations for him. <laughs> no, but you've done a good job of just like teaching him how to be a little gentleman, and by dating Josie, you're teaching her how to be treated. I told him, do not take this wallet out of your back pocket. (laughs) That is a real credit card. It was cute. It was was a fun time. Did did he do the tip and all? Oh, I helped him figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. 
And I had to sign it because it, it is my Josie company. always likes to one-up dates. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, we right. went to eat. What about ice cream? Can we go to a movie? How about Six Flags? <laughs> this is, I'm like, go, uh, girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, Valentine's Day is kind of, you know, the time to re- revisit romantic love, or so society says. So, you know, we'll move on from my dislike <laughs> of, of it, and we'll just go with it. But so... You know, something happens when we first get married, when we first meet someone, that we're in this lovey-dovey romantic stage, and um, we refer to um, author Gary Chapman quite a bit in his Five Love Languages, and he refers to this stage as the limerence stage. It's kind of that infatuation. Grandma used to call it puppy love. Puppy love, that you can do no wrong. It's that ooey, gooey, lovey, passionate kind of love that makes you, like, almost addicted Mm. to the, that person and it usually lasts about a year and a half to two years and then over time it starts fading there's a there's a science behind that yeah yeah it's called dopamine oh tell me about dopamine <laughs> well that's an <laughs> illegal drug you buy them no dopamine it's it, it it's a chemical in our body and it releases the pleasure centers and of the brain, different things like that, but the parts of the brain most heavily affected by both limerence and love and um, and so these are also the parts of the brain that are mostly heck heavily affected by illegal drugs, illicit drugs too. Mm, mm-hmm. But that it's that chemical rush that feels good, and so it it's dopamine bonding, right? It yeah. bonds you to that experience, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's why we keep returning to that person um, long enough to form a longer lasting attachment and bond to them so mm. there you go science daniel i'm not a doctor no but, but sometimes i act like <laughs> well and it's that it is that fun sweet romantic it's that romantic stage but we know that over time that begins to fade mm-hmm. i mean we think that's kind of sad it did for you well no not really because <laughs> you hate valentine's and people <laughs> Love in general. You're a murderer. You're a murderer of love. Well, <laughs> well, we, but we, you can't stay in that romantic stage forever. There is, there should be some romance between you in your relationship, but after a couple of years, it, it does fade. Can we respark that? Well, and and Gary Chapman says that then it moves into a real love, a volitional love, mm-hmm. a love where I have to make a choice to love you, which is more real. Yeah. But I do think that's a good question is we always want to go back to that initial limerence, puppy love, dopamine, drug-induced love. Yeah. And I don't think that's a bad – you don't want to live there. You can't live there. Mm -hmm. But you do want to revisit it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, So it's kind of like the beach. I can't live there, but I do want to visit it (laughs) sometimes. I don't know. I might could live there. That's true. So (laughs) – If you're listening, that's what we're going to talk about today. All right, feeling a little stale in the romance of your relationship. Maybe you need to get to know each other a little bit better. So this is a segment we're going to call Finish My Sentence. Okay, Daniel, I'm going to start a statement, and you're going to finish my sentence, and then you can ask me one. So most people don't know this, but I... I have to put the TV volume on a um, an even number. Yes, you if do. If it's on an odd number, it wigs me out, and I got to, you know, mm-hmm. put it on an even number. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. I thought it was romantic when you... 
When you took me away to an Airbnb overnight for my birthday. Uh, it's a treehouse. Yeah, the little treehouse. Yep. Okay, finish my sentence. I would kiss you because. Oh, good Lord. Um, I would kiss you because the kids aren't around. <laughs> okay. Because, yes, I can't go any further on that okay. one. All right, I first caught your eye when? When I went to see my roommate at choir one day, and you were sitting up in the choir loft with, you were in choir, and you were being silly, and you just caught my eye. Mm, okay, very nice. nice. So, I still catch your eye when? When you get out of the bathtub. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, uh. I'm sorry. It's just, it's true. Okay. So, Bonnie, mm-hmm. I love it when you. I love it when you don't have to be at work early and stay in bed and cuddle in the mornings. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Daniel. Going back to why I kiss you. Okay. <laughs> yes. When I take a shower, I. When I take. <laughs> <laughs> when I take a shower, I. Wash my face and my head first. Okay. Because I don't want to wash that after the soap has been other places. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, Bonnie. Um, A song I always have to dance to is... Um, It's the end of the song. You got to hurry. Best Day of My Life by American Authors. Oh, this is going to be the best Best day day of my life. life. Yep. That's a great song. That's a great song. So today we're talking about romance and marriage. And um, it seemed so easy when we were newlyweds. The whole almost infatuation. Everything's romantic. It's just us. And mm-hmm. we couldn't wait to see each other and, and talk and touch and just be around each other all the time. And But over time, romance and passion in marriage seems to fade a little. Why is that? Why is that? Money, kids, mm-hmm. stuff. Stuff gets in the way. I don't know. Maybe we get too comfortable and mm-hmm. we just kind of settle in and stress of life. Complacency. I don't Selfishness. know. Selfishness. But then there's some good parts to that because when that, like I we said, I need to get earlier, back in the choir when you first <laughs> saw me in college. Yep. Who knew choir was yeah, sexy? That's right. Well, um, is is it so? Is it good that it fades? Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? I think there is some good to that because um, I think you miss that. I mean, but I think the good thing is that it leads to something more substantial and and it's more choice. Because I think when you're in that romantic stage in the beginning, it's almost not a choice. You feel just um, you can't help it. And you're that, like you said, that dopamine draws Mm -hmm. you back. But then... Over time, you're choosing to be there, and it it turns into something even deeper. But I don't think it's good if it completely disappears. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's something that you want to go back and you want spurts of it. You want to revisit it, and I think different things spark that. And mm-hmm. you know, throughout our life, I mean, of you know, it's just like we say at the beginning of the podcast. It's the highs and the lows and everything in between. Mm-hmm. I think there are those high places in your relationship when you can revisit that limerence, you know, place, you know. Yeah. Um, 
and and because it's not a it's not a place you can live. It's just not. It's not realistic over right. the we long haul. We don't live in heaven yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe in eternity. That's what we'll yep. we'll feel is that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But so I guess that's the question that we want to talk about today: is how do we rekindle that romance in the relationship? Yeah. Well, I think we always want to go back to the authority. Um, which is the Bible for us as believers. And and I'm going to tell you, the Song of Solomon is um, kind of where you see in Scripture romantic love. And I'm, it's if you've never read that, it will make you blush if you read that, that book. You're like, oh, that that's actually, you read that, and you're like, that's in the Bible. Okay. So we want to talk about some Solomon things. Solomon was an amorous man. <laughs> yeah. So, well, he knew how to write love poetry for sure. And um, he was the Barry White of his day. <laughs> well, so here's some things that we, this is not like, this is just some, a list, a short list. We came up with some things that you can do to kind of spark some romance in your relationship. And based off of, there is some scriptural stuff we've kind of seen in Song of Solomon that we can kind of give you some verses to go off of. So, mm-hmm. one of them, I think, is to just intentionally flirt with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I th- different people flirt different ways. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have some friends that they're sarcastic to each other. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, some people would hear them like, dang. Yep. But that's they're their flirting. totally flirting. Yep. And then we've got others that are ooey-gooey, baby, darling, mm-hmm. that, you know, rubbing the hair and the hand, mm-hmm. holding hands, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you've got to have your own flavor of flirt. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's uh, um, you know, if you've kind of forgotten how to do that, and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird to flirt now. We've been married for a long time. Try text flirting, like yeah. over a text. You'd have a text in the middle of the day, just flirting with your spouse a little bit, and mm-hmm. um, Song of Solomon. Four. Make sure, make sure you uh, spell did doesn't you know spell check you on that because that can get kind of <laughs> weird. Um. So here's a, here's a verse. It says, you have captured my heart, my treasure, my bride. You hold it hostage with one glance of your eyes, with a single jewel of your necklace. Um, it's kind of that one, the glance of the eye that mm-hmm. kind of you catch each other's eyes, kind of an example in scripture of flirting. And, um, and another one in, is verse chapter four, verse 10. Your love delights me, my treasure, my bride. Your love is better than wine. Your perfume is more fragrant than spices. It's just kind of that, okay, you're complimenting each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, you look good today. You know, it's, Yeah, it's, it goes back to, you know, I mean, gosh, I mean, you were talking about five love languages earlier, and we all have our own language that we speak love in. But we, I think at some level, we all have a, all of the five, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even, even at its, even if it's the lowest one, you probably still, you're not a gifts person. No. But for Valentine's Day, because you hate love and hate Valentine's, <laughs> I still got you a Valentine's gift <sighs> because I thought you would use it. And yeah, you ended I'm practical. Up, it was a very practical gift, but it was, a, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you loved it. Yeah. And you're not, your gifts are not even on your radar. Right. So let's go back to this. Like words of affirmation, mm-hmm. we all like, mm-hmm. you know, who doesn't? want to be told they look sexy you know yeah. you look, man you're looking good girl yeah that kind of thing mm-hmm. don't tell that to me <laughs> i would take offense to that but you know i mean so on some level we all like yeah. words of affirmation those so complimenting. words complimenting each other mm-hmm. kind of yeah. giving each other a compliment you know calling out when you look good in a shirt or whatever or getting out of the bathtub whatever yeah. but um yeah. 
Song of Solomon one sixteen says, "You're so handsome, my love, pleasing beyond words." Mm. And then he tells her, "You are altogether beautiful, my darling, beautiful in every way." Mm-hmm. It's that reminder of you know, and I think over time we take for granted that the other person still attracted to us. Mm-hmm. So we need to tell the other, we need to tell each other, "You, I, I'm still really attracted to you." And you, however that, however you say that to each other is, you know, your own language, but you look. You're looking good, or I like, you know. And you know what's sad is I think so often we don't do that in marriage because it makes us vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in a place in your marriage where you're in an, maybe an argument or you're in a, you know, a little rough spot, then you're going to lose the upper hand if you become vulnerable mm-hmm. and humble yourself and tell them how, well and you know. it, it's kind of putting yourself out there too even if you're if you're doing that in a flirty way and it's not reciprocated mm-hmm. it, it's a it does take some vulnerability it's like oh, yeah 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 okay don't, it's like when you're you know when before you're married and you you flirt with somebody and they don't return you're like oh dang i just got shot down well it hurts even worse when you're shot down by your spouse mm-hmm. because you care you genuinely care and want them to be did you ever get shot down I'm, I'm sure I did. I'm sure, I'm sure you did. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one. Here's another thing: is make a physical connection, mm-hmm. and um, you know. So, how how do you do that? Some again, some people aren't physical touch people. Yeah. But at the baseline, we all want a physical connection on some level. Mm-hmm. So whether that's holding hands or or the, the kissing, the problem is, is some people. Uh, probably more notably women mm-hmm. don't want kissing because it might start the engines for other things. Yeah. And, um, and so, but it's healthy to kiss when it doesn't lead to other things. It is. And that's, you think about it when we were, when, when you're dating, you sit on the couch and you kiss for hours mm-hmm. and we've lost that non-sexual kissing. Mm-hmm. We still need to keep the sexual kissing. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, but there does but, need to be, just kissing for kissing's sake. Yeah. Um, or yeah. just, you know, the, and there's that, there's the physical touch, that connection of you, at the end of a long day, you walk in and you just wrap your arms around me and you hug me and that's, mm-hmm. that keeps us physically connected and, or just, you know, just even the flirty little pinch on the butt or whatever, you know, it's that, yeah, that's keeping romance alive on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as spontaneous. Some, sometimes we think, well, if I have to go do these things, if I have to intentionally hold hands or intentionally kiss, it's taking the guesswork out or the romance out. But you got to start somewhere. Yeah. you got to create those habits. And so. Yeah. The Song of Solomon, uh, chapter 1, verse 2 says, Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. <laughs> what else would he kiss her with? <laughs> for, for your love is more delightful than wine. Mm-hmm. Um, it, listen, guys, if you can get your wife to say your love is more delightful than wine, there man, you you're, you're winning, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then, and then verse, uh, chapter two, verse 16 says, my lover is mine and I am his. Mm-hmm. There's that physical connection between them, that, mm-hmm. um, the kissing and the, and, you know, the sexual connection there mm-hmm. is, that's important. So what's okay. another thing, Bon? Okay. Something else kind of keeps some romance going. It's just small gestures. It's like, okay, maybe like leaving a note on the bathroom mirror to let them know you're thinking about them. Mm. It's just the little things. It's like sending a text saying, I'm thinking about you, or I hope you're having a great day, or, mm-hmm. or you know, or uh, just. Just get, 
guys just planning something. Mm-hmm. Coming home early one day from work and say, hey, let's go do this. Yeah. Or, you know, you don't want her looking, but I had this plan. But planning something, putting something on the calendar, make it intentional. Intentionality Bonnie, how much to a woman does intentionality speak? Oh, it's it's tremendous. Well, even like going away for my birthday, um, and I think I mentioned that in the in our little finisher sentence. But you you planned all the details so that I didn't have to stretch when you said let we're going to go away for your birthday for the night. As a mom, my first question, my first thought is, okay, but who's going to take care of the kids? And when's this going to get done? And all the little mm-hmm. details popped into my head. But you had already arranged a sitter. Mm-hmm. You had already taken care of those details. So it meant so much more to me that, wow, he was thinking of me. He wants to get away with me. You were intentional about planning it and going to the trouble to do something um, mm-hmm. for me. And that and that was romantic. That made it very romantic to me because I didn't have to get in the weeds of the details yeah. on that. So The, the composting toilet in the treehouse was romantic, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a cool treehouse. It was really cool. It was very cool. Um, they had a heated toilet seat i've never had that before <laughs> that was actually it was cool. so awesome yeah it was I, that's why i stayed so long <laughs> <laughs> that's why <laughs> it, was, it was seated it so was so, so those little small gestures you know bringing home flowers when they're not expecting it not on valentine's day um or just no. or just showing up at work and taking dropping off coffee for your spouse for no yeah. reason just the thoughtful things like that yeah another thing is the opposite of that grand gestures yes you know, planning those, plan a getaway um, for a night, for a week, for a weekend, um, and and I think it, I think it's important that and we've said this before that you get away without the kids. Mm-hmm. So you know, plan a plan a family vacation, but also sometime that year plan a couple's vacation. Yeah, and maybe you it doesn't, if you can't afford a lot, don't make it a lot. Just mm-hmm. make it a weekend. Make it something simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Bonnie, you you were saying that that Airbnb treehouse it was seventy five bucks for the night. It was one night. It was one night. It was, we night. It was local. Yeah, here, you but, know. But it was intentional, and it was it gave us a little bit of an opportunity to have that romance in our relationship yeah. again. And um, yeah, um, and and I think that's when you know going back to the highs, the lows, everything. When you can revisit the romance on those highs. Mm-hmm. There, it's always when we go for a weekend away or a week away, just us, I get back to those limerent stage. Yeah. When you get away from life, yep. away from work, away from kids, away from stress, and you focus on each other, that's when you can revisit the limerence. But I tell you, so far too often I talk to couples like, we've never been away without the kids. Mm-hmm. The kids are 10 years old now. We've never taken time away without them. Well, maybe we do an episode on just that in the future. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should go away again. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, even in Song of Solomon 7, verse 11, it says, Come, my lover, let us go to the countryside. Let us spend the night in the villages. In other words, let's just get away. Mm. Let's go away together because there is something romantic about leaving your your monotonous scenery behind. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that grand gesture of, Hey, I really just want to focus on you. Mm-hmm. I want us to be, I want us to be more than friends. I do. I want us to to be lovers, and I want us to have that just romance in our relationship because you get caught in the daily routine. And okay, it's just another day. Yeah. So that verse, "Come, my lover, let us go to the countryside. Let us spend some spend the night in the villages." That word "villages" 
in the the um, Hebrew is translated all-inclusive resort. <laughs> yeah. Not many people know that. So you're a doctor and a theologian. Theolo- so. Yeah, yeah, both. <laughs> great. Both okay, so there are those great. So maybe you can't afford to go do those kind of things, but maybe plan- send the kids to the grandparents for a night or two and spend the weekend you know watching movies in bed or just hanging out at home it doesn't have to be expensive but that's a grand gesture it is and listen there's a lock on your bedroom door for a reason Mm -hmm. lock those little boogers out Mm -hmm. lock yourself in yep so or just plan to do something fun together Mm -hmm. i mean and we talk about that a lot that it's important that you're still dopamine bonding having fun together doing something just We're not saying do dope together. No, no. Dopamine but, bonding. And if you want some ideas on that, you can go to... TheMarriageAdventure.com. Yep. There's a Marriage Adventure Challenge. Sign up for it. We got a PDF with a ton of date ideas. Tons. And listen, there's... It doesn't... Some of those don't cost. There's a whole section on free or cheap dates. Yep. And do that. And well, do that, 52 that's, adventures. That's free to you. That's free for you. Yeah. It's a resource we want you to have just so that you can... Spice up your relationship. You can invest time in each other because it's so important. It's nothing. I mean, we're, it's not that we're making anything off that. So we want you to take advantage of it. You know, couples fall in and out of love over and over through the course of their lifetime. It's the, but they find a way to rekindle their passion, and that's what keeps the marriage going and, and interesting and keeps you coming back and, and staying connected. So well, and it's funny you said rekindle there. So I grew up Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. Eagle Scout, and um, and I know that's impressive to you guys, uh, but it, building campfires. Mm-hmm. So when a campfire begins to die, what do you do to it? Yeah, you, you throw some more. You throw, rekindle it. You throw kindling on it. You throw little sticks, not massive logs when it's dying. You throw little mm-hmm. sticks on it, little things to get that flame back going, and then you stoke it, and you have to work at it to rebuild that fire and guys the the same is true in your marriage it's not just going to happen you've got to rekindle it throw kindling on there get away for a weekend those little things mm-hmm. those little sticks that that help the fire get back going and then once you get a raging flame then you throw big logs on it you know yeah. and it's it's kind of the same the same way in your marriage rekindle that passion so yeah. well we hope you can do that and uh, we hope you can rekindle that passion and have some fun this week get out and have some fun so and thank you for joining us and we'll catch you next time thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe to this podcast then head on over to Facebook and Instagram and give us a follow have a great week.